Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by Danielle Haig, Principal Psychologist at DH Consulting. Hello. Hello, Louise. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. But I think we've all kind of throughout the week have seen poor Al, Phil and Holly trying to figure out whatever's going on between them in a very public manner. But like for them, it's very public. But if it happens to one of us in our working relationships, how do we resolve those conflicts? Oh, it's a big it's a big question and it's a big topic. I mean, when you're in the workspace, you're surrounded by people who you don't really know. You've had no choice over who you're spending time with, um, but you're spending a lot of time with them. And there's going to naturally be personality clashes and people that you don't like and who have different ideas and so on and so forth. I think essentially you have to think to yourself, this is my job and, I, you know, I want a, a career, I want to do well and I want to do all these things. So sometimes you have to compromise a little bit. And sometimes, you know, you might have to say, all right, maybe I don't like that person. I'll try and avoid them as much as possible when I can. Um, If that's not possible and there is a major conflict and obviously there's been a big blow up or an argument like with Holly and Phil, I think the only thing you can do is sit down and try and have a conversation about it. Because both people are going to think that they're right and that's what causes conflict. It's like fire against fire. We, you know, we think that we're, we're right in a situation and the other person is wrong, but they think the same thing. So it's really just about sitting down, I think, and saying, let's have a chat about this. You know, we can't carry on this way. I can't carry on this way. Can you explain X, Y, and Z? And actively listen. And you explain your side. And hopefully you can come to some kind of adult understanding. And that can, you know, re- reduce that kind of toxicity. Um, I, I would suggest that is probably the best thing that you could do. And I do appreciate it. it can be tough to have difficult conversations, especially if you're really frustrated or angry with someone. But sometimes you have to remove the emotion and think logically about the situation. So if you do want to hold a conversation like that, how do you approach yeah. it with somebody? I would probably say, why don't we go for a, a coffee off-site, for example? Like, take it away from the office so you're just two humans sitting down in a, you know, an environment that is mutual away from work um, and just ask and say, you know, can we go and have a coffee? Like, just just call it what it is. You know, we've been conflicting or, you know, I've been feeling uncomfortable about this. I'd love to have a conversation with you about it. Nine times out of ten, someone will say, yes, let's do it. Let's have a conversation. No one likes being in conflicting situations. Yeah, everyone would want to. Well, the majority of people would want to get that resolved. So, I think it's just about being the bigger person sometimes and and having, you know, mustering up the nerve and just removing the emotion and just going for it. Because that's the thing, like, you have to go into work almost every day. You don't really want to be going in, dreading it and having this really heavy thing on your shoulders when you have enough to be doing anyway. Absolutely, 100%. You know, we spend more time at work and with our work colleagues than we do with our family, generally speaking, if we've got a full-time job. There's too much you know, pressure and drama and everything else going in life. We don't need extra drama, you know, in the workplace as it is. Um, So I think that just facing things head on is the best thing that you can do. When has it gone too far and you know that you have to get out of it? Well, I think if it starts to impact your mental health and your physical health, you know, you're becoming overly stressed or perhaps you don't even want to go into work anymore then you might want to start thinking about, is this the right environment for me? Um, you know, work shouldn't be a place, you know, it shouldn't feel like 
you're being bullied on the school playground. It's the place for adults to go and be productive and, you know, um, contribute to your life, not make your life worse. Um, so I think everybody will know what their limit is um, with regards to how much they can take, you know, with conflict and arguments or perhaps, you know, passive aggressive behavior. Mm-hmm. And I think you've just got to be honest with yourself and, and think, you know, is this actually worth my mental health? Um, because these can, things can spill over into personal relationships. It can spill over into, you know, as I said, your physical health. And it's just not worth it. Definitely not. So I suppose, do you or have you been paying attention to the Phil and Holly situation? Do you think they'll ever resolve it? Do you know, it seems like a very, very difficult conversation topic. Um, mm-hmm. I was just actually talking to my mum about it just now. We were just discussing it. And it seems like it's, um, you know, it, it's quite intense because I think they have quite an intense friendship anyway, or a really good friendship. Yeah. Um, so I think that when you're friends with someone as well, you know, they're not just colleagues. You know, if you fall out outside of work, which I think they have done, then you've got to work together. It's almost doubly difficult. So yeah. I'm not sure. I, you know, I hope for their sakes they do. I think, um, you know, they're a brilliant duo. But, you know, sometimes if you, com- you have completely opposing views on something mm-hmm. and, and you're not both prepared to compromise, maybe, you know, there are, there's a time to, to part ways sometimes. Um, is- it can be horrible, yeah. but it, it happens. And that's the thing, it goes for work or it goes for outside work friends. Like you Agreed. do really have to weigh it up and see what's best for you, I suppose, at the end of it. Absolutely, 100%. And you have to know where your boundaries lie, I mm-hmm. think, which is really important. Absolutely. You know, has someone crossed your boundaries? Have you tried to put them back up and they've been disrespected? And if that is the case, then, you know, that person is not for you yeah. to be spending that much time with. Absolutely. Danielle Haig, Principal Psychologist at DH Consulting. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you so much.